Man, oh man. It's tough out there, you know? Because I've been... Well, I'm like you. You can't avoid it. Get on the internet today. All of a sudden, everybody talking about things go up, things go down. Today's a down day. You care about these things. You care about that crypto at all. It's a down day. Now, I haven't even been in this thing that long, you know, compared to other people. Like, I've just been goofing around. And I'm not really even that emotional about it. So I can't even commiserate with, with everybody because I'm not that emotional about it. Got other things going on. I just have a little bit of fun. For me, it's like I bet on some, like I told you. I just treat it, it is what it is. It's a little bit of entertainment. It's not, there ain't no life savings tied up. And I wouldn't recommend that for anybody else. Mm -hmm. But you certainly get the sense when you see all the, the tear face emoji uh, type things on social media that people are hurting. And it's like, it's like anything else, man. Uh, the bigger the upside, the bigger the down. The more up you felt, the lower the low. And it's so many things in life that are like that. The more you care, the more enthusiasm you have, the more committed you are, mm -hmm. the more potential to go on the other side. Well, today's that day because crypto fell off a cliff. I'm talking all of it. Uh, it's funny. I was on Coinbase and I was like, they have a little button you can press for top gainers. Ain't no gainers. It's a red market there. Yeah, like one thing in there is like a 1% gain or some goofy thing. I'm everything is down. Tether is up, but Tether doesn't count because that's just USD. Everything is down. And there was a moment where things sort of went the other way, but then no, 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 no. Is it weird that I'm this entertained by all of it? Cause like I'm invested, I'm in it. I got these. Sure. <laughs> I got this Ethereum going on. It is kind of part of the fun of it to a certain extent. It's Watching kind of the fun of burn. it. I don't know. I, it's just people are very angry with me right now as I'm kind of smirking about it. But maybe I'm a glutton for punishment to a certain extent. Like I certainly, if you're a type of individual that's into this YouTube thing. You're getting punished all the time. Over sure. the 10 years I've been doing this, you fail, you make mistakes, but does you get this weird pathway in your mind that in some way failure leads you towards success because you get to learn from those mistakes. Yeah. So I think in a weird way, it kind of wired me up for certain things where I take, where I, f I find some sort of humor even in the failure. But also, I think throughout that time, you just build resilience. Maybe that's what it is. You know, and but maybe it's just the fact that I didn't put my whole life on the line with this stuff. Sure, that's probably contributing to a certain extent. Anyway, goes up, goes down. Elon Musk has found himself at the center of it. Although there are other stories that are involved and important in the conversation around things going down. It's not just Elon, as high profile as he is. You had this stuff coming out of China. China made some moves. Uh, around the relationship between financial institutions that are approved in the nation and, and if their behavior around crypto, if it's allowed and all this. and So that's at the really at the core of it. But Elon came out today and, and did the emoji with the diamond hands. He says Tesla has diamond hands. <laughs> I 
thought that was hilarious. After everything everybody went through, and he was taking maybe more heat than he's used to mm -hmm. on his previous tweets about Bitcoin in particular using too much energy. And then he comes out, and I couldn't figure out if it's a complete troll. Are you just goofing on people, or is this for real that you're trying to send a message that you're in it for the long haul, at least crypto for the long haul, if you're, if you're Elon? It's just, it's funny to me. I, I got humor out of that, too. Diamond Hands, you want to look at the tweet? Go look at the tweet. Let me know how it makes you feel. I think he followed it up with a reply as well. But it was shortly after this tweet that the market kind of steadied a little bit and then it kept bombing. Yeah, he goes, Tessa has diamond hands and he goes credit to our master of coin, which is an actual, a real position at Tesla as opposed to, I don't know what it would be, CFO or something like that. Sure. Head accounting type. They just called it master of coin for fun. Mm. But you look at that top tweet. He, got, he immediately gets back on the side of the crypto types. 70,000 retweets, 362,000 likes. Simple, just two, two emojis in there, throw two emojis, get on the right side of it. Mm -hmm. Amazing how quickly you can turn it around. And then you got Peter Schiff jumping in there. He's like, told you. <laughs> he loves hopping on the Bitcoin. He even gets the hashtag in there, so he gets the little colorful logo and all that as well. Mm. Anyway, uh, what can really be said about it? Like I said, it, look, this thing, it moves in waves. It's so it's so easy to move this stuff around, in and out, and you see this the stuff that's pinned to USD, like Tether. You see it being uh, moving up the charts. Like, look, it's at number three. So people aren't going all the way out. They're sort of staying in the market, but they're just they're chilling for now. They're they they they're they're ready to go. Mm. And so I'm not making any moves. In fact, I got a story later on in the show about something cool happening with Ethereum. So I ain't going anywhere, man. All I'm right. I'm over here. I'm over here. I'm having fun. I'm still having fun. It's weird. I'm having fun when it's red. I'm having fun when it's green. I suggest that anyone who plays with this stuff, put yourself in a position as far as your commitment level where it's fun for you when it goes up and down. And then you're at the right level. Yeah, I agree. And if you go to a point where the going down is, is affecting your life or stressing you out to that extent, you're probably too heavy in the one direction in this uh, area over here go are to you, are you a financial advisor now no 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 i would never say such a thing that's what we got vin on the show for actually we got him on for the <laughs> financial advice. On crypto that's right you never know it you can't tell it but he's got all his paperwork he's a real deal financial advisor look him up in the directory yeah i don't know what directory <laughs> financial directory of financial uh um the directory of reddit financial advisors you'll find this picture Perfect. right here that's Vin. So anyway, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll see how it goes. Another famous investor, Kathy Wood, still sees Bitcoin going to 500000 mm. I would say she's got a few of them Bitcoins. It's quite mm. possible. Uh, but we're not going crazy crypto on today's episode. I got a lot of other stuff to talk about. But first, it's going to be our sponsor. Today, it is Manscaped. And you know Manscaped, man. They got, they got the brand new 4.0. So mm -hmm. they made improvements 
to the previous model and you're, we still got a promo for you. We still got a deal for you. And they're suggesting for Father's Day is what you're going to what you're going to want to do with this. Mm. I don't know. For those that don't know, me and Vin are our brothers. <laughs> So we could go. No, that's not. Yeah, we could. Yeah, no. Vin, we could split. Not, no, we could split it. Bed. Yeah, we could split it, Vin. For uh, look at look wow. at look at plus the peak hygiene plan. Hang on, scroll down a little bit here. So, so eighty eighty four ninety nine, lawnmower four point plus peak hygiene. So I guess that hygiene is going to include some of the um, personal care, the different. Uh, what would it be? The the cologne and some of these items, possibly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it's already at that price. Then plus, because you're watching this show, you get another 20% off, right? So fact that, me and you, we'd be like 30 bucks a piece over here. That's a hell of a value. Do it. That 30 bucks doesn't even take you, uh, take you very far out in your travels and the fast food excursions. You can't even do much with that. So you could get a gift over here for dad. And let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you here what they improved. So believe it or not, the skin safe replaceable blade, it's got some ceramic in there. It's it's not gonna be as harsh as the regular setup. They've engineered it as such. Our hygienic skin safe blade helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs. Just snap in and out to replace. Look at you go. Why a rechargeable and wireless charging built in. 90 minutes of cordless trimming has an LED spotlight and a power status indicator. So it has a little flashlight on it. So for better precision, it's waterproof so you can trim dry in the shower. Now, Vin's interesting. You see, he started out, he's skeptical. And now he's hearing the features. Mm, well. It's also got a travel lock on it. And this is interesting. I haven't seen this, and I've had a lot of razors over these, but what it is is it can't turn on in the travel bag accidentally. So you put the travel lock, and then if the power button was to get pressed, it's not running in like crazy doing any damage or anything like this. And and it also, the charge dock and the shape of the thing sort of looking like a Lamborghini right now. Like I said, it's a perfect gift. Or just get it for yourself. Have yourself a time. Upgrade your hygiene upgrade your uh get get ready for summer because yeah, you're gonna be heating up down there in the summer you're gonna get the shorts on uh you know it's easier to relax it's hot out there it's it's, it's boiling out there today oh yeah get the lawnmower going get your lawnmower out you see <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Anyway, uh, yeah, you can get 20 extra percent off, 20% off, and free worldwide shipping. Worldwide, if you were wondering, for free? How do they do it? I don't know how they did it. Go to manscaped.com slash Lou and get your 20% off. Don't, by the way, don't forget the slash Lou portion. You will not get the 20% off. It's not like it's in there if you just go to the website. So you will, you'll see it reflected only if you use that URL, which will also be in the description if you prefer to just click down there instead of uh, typing it in. But anyway, manscaped.com slash Lou, 20% off and free worldwide shipping on top of whatever discount on the Lawnmower 4.0 and Peak Hygiene Plan includes over there. Because you know, another thing dads needs, what you're going to find on the website is the nose hair trimmer. Mm. That that makes... Dads are going to need that. Yeah, that you makes sense. You know what sense. they call that? 
the weed whacker. Oh, yeah. You see, so you get the lawnmower and the weed whacker. You got to fill out all the tools in the garage. But a lot of dads, they don't do this, and uh, or they're getting up in there and, and causing problems and hurting themselves. So this this makes it easier over here to... Because as you get older, you become an older man, you start to realize things get strange with the eyebrows and the ears. And yeah. where's all, wait, 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 wait what's, what are these things coming out of here? Gotta, gotta be on the lookout for this stuff. And it gets worse and it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. So you're gonna need to get your, it's better now, it's better now than later that you start to get a hold of it, mm-hmm. keeping it checked. All right, one of the things that I missed from yesterday. Uh, when we were doing a recap on Google I.O., was this interesting piece that they put about how the the new camera app and the the camera software is going to aim to find, to do a better job with darker complexions. And when I saw this, by the way, I couldn't imagine the complexity involved in... Now, not specifically if you're taking a picture of one individual, but when you have multiple potential exposures across a group of people, which is a common occurrence. And so that when I start thinking of machine learning or the AI or whatever, the, whatever in the background is going to determine how to correctly expose a photo with all these different complexions in it so that everybody's looking good. Now, they didn't go into a tremendous amount of detail. They just said it's on their radar and they're aiming at it. And here we have an example, which obviously the new one, the latest version of the processing, it looks, I mean, about a billion times better. So they showed some improvements in their test. People want to obviously get this in their hands and and, uh, try it out themselves to see what it's capable of. But... Up until now, it's been, it has been a thing that uh, can go overlooked because of data sets and the way that these uh, systems are trained and whether or not you have the uh, wide range of complexions uh, represented within those data sets. It's, it's, it's a wild mission to go on to try and, and, you know, they were using terms saying that they're going to finally make it fair. And even even that sounds incredibly ambitious to me because, I mean, you're going to need a tremendous data set to achieve such a thing. Man, and to do it instantly. Well, not instantly, but Co- Basically, very close. pretty much instantly. It's uh, the com- the company The company consulted with 15 image makers to improve its computational processing, which includes adjustments to its white balance, explo- exposure, color temperature algorithms. To better reflect, and by the way, they didn't say black skin tones. They said non-white skin tones. So this is a, when you, when you put that in the spectrum and you're talking about the global population, you're talking about billions of Android devices out there. Now they're not billions of Pixel devices. So it's going to, because they, because on Pixel devices, it's their camera app. And really on all those other Android devices, it's up to the, to the company to determine how their camera app is going to operate. So. It's going to take a bigger footprint for this really to impact people globally. But either way, it's on the radar and you have obviously some pretty sophisticated software developers out there aiming to to uh, solve this. 
you've highlighted, we may expect to see these changes most prominently on the new Pixel phones, though that doesn't mean post-processing can't be done on other phones via Google Photos. So, so if you had some, I don't know, Samsung device, maybe if you downloaded and launched Google Photos, mm. it would then process the image at that point, post, but I, that's obviously nowhere near as convenient as immediately, so you see what you got after you shot it. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, but man, it's it's uh, it'll be cool to see how well it works. I know a lot of people have been asking for this kind of thing, so it's one of the things from Google I/O that didn't make it into the last show. So I want to make sure I touched on it. Um, Apple's head of software admits that Macs have an unacceptable amount of malware. You ever experienced malware on a Mac? I don't think so. Yeah, no. it's definitely not on the Windows scale in my experience, but certainly it's possible hmm. now what's interesting about this particular statement is you would say to yourself why why would a head of software ever say something like this but as you know the uh, apple epic stuff has been going on in court and they're talking about ios as kind of in terms of as being an improvement from a security perspective over mac and the part that comes out in court is how on a Mac, you have the ability to install anything you want from any site. Because they're trying to defend their position as saying, if you want an app on your iPhone, it got to come from the app store. Right. And so they're almost beating up on the Mac a little bit in order to defend the position of the iPhone to say, Epic, you can't have this other store. Look what happened on the Mac when we let people install things. They all got all this malware in there. So you can beat that one up a little bit in order to build up the other one. Now, I don't know how much you use. You're using a Mac on a fairly regular basis, right? Right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, when you go and install software from a third party on the web, it makes you click through a bunch of security things like, yes, I want to do it. Kind of like Windows. Yeah. Yes. That's what I really mean to do. It can be a little bit frustrating, mm -hmm. especially if you know what you're downloading. Mm-hmm from the web as opposed to the Mac app store. So Yeah, it's not ideal. There's differing opinions on it, but it also wouldn't be ideal to have malware, would it? No, that would be very unideal. What about you, Vin? You ever had a virus on a Mac? Malware? No. no? Um, Never experienced such a thing. Well, that was part of the reason for going that direction. So You went At there. least I was told. Look um, at you. Not really anymore, but... Oh, you, you've changed directions? What's your direction right now? More Windows. Mm -hmm. but, um, you a fan of Bill Gates? You know he's in, he's in the news these days. Yeah. In the hot seat right now. Yeah. Uh, and when some news comes out like that, it's crazy how it drums up. It like drums up a lifetime of news. Like they're like, oh yeah, there was that one time. Wow. With the rumors. And then they're like, oh, when he was hanging out with Epstein. And then they're like, hmm, wonder about this guy. And she was trying to divorce him back in 2019. And and it's all sources close to the matter. It's uh it's gonna get worse for him. Ooh. He, is that a threat? No, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> It, you can see it. They're teeing. They're teeing all this stuff up. I mean, it's there's. Oh, you know what it is, Vin? It's like it's blood in the water. Uh. It's like the sharks are circling, and they say, "Ooh, mm. 
That's a wound. That one's wounded right there. Now's the time. Now's the time to dig in, bring up, go looking for the stories. I mean, you're getting the clicks as well. And the clicks in so many cases, it's the, that's the important part. So if he keeps bringing clicks, if people still keep clicking, I actually skipped a couple of stories because I'm like, what, do you, what more are you going to say about this uh, divorce? But if you could keep bringing the clicks, then you can keep having the digging take place. I mean, we can, we, can, uh, we can attest to the same thing happening over on Rogan's show. It's like ever since he moved to Spotify, weirdly, it's like things that he says that you feel like he was saying, had been saying before, all of a sudden on your news page, there, it's all of a sudden elevated. People want to know what he's doing, what he's saying. And... It's just climbing up those news rankings. Yeah. It's, a, it's this effect of, uh, this multiplier effect, this amplification effect. The thing gets rolling, and particularly if it's controversial, particularly if it has two, uh, uh, an argument somewhere in there where one side happens to believe one thing and one side happens to believe the other. It's an amplification effect that takes place. I don't know if it's that the news stories are climbing in the feed i i i just think i think uh i mean the deal put him more so in the spotlight the spotify deal and uh i think it it just takes it takes media news it takes them a longer to uh catch up to what's really going on eventually they woke up and they figured out that he actually has a voice People listen and uh Yeah, so there's there's clicks to be had. That's absolutely right. Is 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 Yeah, but there's no people... one no one cares what anyone's saying if it doesn't lead to clicks. It's the minute that it leads to clicks that they say, Oh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that one on the listening list and then see when it's just like us on this show, right? It's I'm gonna talk about Apple if people keep clicking on Apple. If people stop clicking on Apple, I'll move on to whatever it is that they're looking for. It's, pre it's pretty straightforward. In Rogan's case, if I talk about something he says that's controversial, boom, views, right? Or whatever, pick your other subject. So we're all... Uh, yeah, but I don't think he's doing it necessarily for the... I think he honestly believes what he's saying. Oh, I don't, but that's not the important part. I don't think he's huh. saying anything different. I really don't think there's anything... What I've been reading in the press about... about um, whatever controversy he finds himself in after seemingly every other episode these days, I think it's, it's more that it's just, it's bringing the exposure to those, to any site that's willing to talk about it. I think in, in a weird way, him moving over to Spotify created an interest on the open web for what's going on on the, on his podcast. And it also, like you said, elevated, there was an elevation of status where these, these other I mean, not traditional media, but other media outlets were like, oh, um, I guess th th there's money there. So I guess people are listening to it. So I guess people want to hear all the side stories and, and, and controversy associated with it. Well, everything nowadays is just about Clicks. creating sides, too. You have you, and then you separate everyone. There's the two camps. You have the I mean, you know, it, seem, people. it seems hard to even get clicks without 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 having some uh, disagreement. It seems hard to if 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 everything is all rosy and like look at that that's a great thing. 
it's hard to get people's attention. It's like a fight. It's like a fight breaks out, and all of a sudden, we're doing our business, and we're all busy, and then a fight breaks out. We got to stop what we're doing. It's like an innate human thing. When you see conflict, you just stop, and you look, you look that way. And the same thing goes over here. You're like, wait, was that a conflict? I know who that guy is. Was that a conflict? Who's in the conflict? It's like a hack. It's an easy hack. I do also think maybe part of it is to uh, early on tamp down any rumblings of any potential uh, political future. Possibly. No, he has no interest in politics. Wow. Uh, and you can't change. And, and, and people change you're not people change. you're not tamping anything it's the no, opposite of tamping you can't the more if you come out and say this guy's an idiot then people go who's the guy you're talking about who's this idiot that i need to know about like it doesn't work yeah, on the internet you are publicly saying that so i mean you still have you still have people on both sides either right. either taking that or you know, sticking with, or I think the crossover is not as large as you think from someone who would, would hear something negative about him and then therefore start listening to him and get into it. I don't know. You saw how many followers Trump had on Twitter? This is, this is the amplification. This is how it happens. How how do you get on trending? But half, were supporters and then half were people against him who needed to yeah absolutely so i i don't know rogan's fault i I, you get customers on both sides i mean i i agree people i think i think people are listening to him now more than ever and more closely than ever uh it's an amplification uh, effect if you are Whatever you're talking about, wherever you're contributing noise is the thing that you are amplifying. And therefore, if, if you get really noisy about the thing that you hate the most, you have to admit that there's the potential that a percentage of people that you, through your social media feed, introduced to a thing might not share your opinion and might end up doing the opposite and become a patron of the thing that you were attempting to criticize. It's a possibility. Just when we're talking about sheer numbers, I don't know. I see the same. I see the same figures that are hopping on this, bashing him. It, it's kind of like a void was there, and now it's all about who's going to fill that void. Everyone has that lost addiction from the political shift, and I don't know. I don't know who the figure is going to become, but I think there will be one. And I, I mean, Rogan's. Did you just call Rogan the new Trump? Is that what he just did? Right no, there? it's not. It's not. It's not the new Trump. It's. <laughs> I think you're, it's try, a, you're trying to say like there's a power vacuum. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a void. There's a void from. Uh, I wasn't calling him the new Trump. Just, no, no, no. no I, but I, I mean, I, it, in it, a roundabout people, way, you're saying. Well, who, who? That's the thing. It's like okay, he's not the new Trump, but how, how? Like how if, if someone if someone is much more moderate, you know, can you then turn that person into the same thing for the people that wanna, you know, yell and Vin, it, Vin's hands have never been this involved in an episode ever. 
He's very passionate. We have completely flipped the him. script. Vin is doing somersaults over there in that chair, and we have found a way to motivate him today on this show. Rogan. That did it. It got to him. <laughs> it's a outrage vacuum. Right? Listen, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's an addiction too. All of it tied into everything. Venting on social media. Venting. I mean, it's a, you need oh. you need targets. Are you saying you have to hate somebody? Is that what you're saying? Because you know, there's people that are, that are going to hate you after this, right? Yeah. Well. <laughs> it's complicated it. it's complicated living out there it's complicated talking it's complicated it's you're opening yourself up you you put a microphone in front of your face and you're inviting people from from uh all angles to analyze the noises you make and so it's just part of the gig to a certain extent and i'm sure you know it's a constant balancing act but like and and certainly Everybody doesn't always phrase things perfectly, exactly the way they want. And when, as you do this exercise, Vin just did this exercise himself, and you realize as you choose your words, you choose your approach, there's all kinds of potential holes you can fall into in ways that, you're fr that you phrase something. And uh, it's just the nature of life in this particular era. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, so... Is the Mac actually unsafe? Is this to be believed as it comes from Apple's head of software? No, I don't believe so. I think it's all part of the court case. It is possible that iOS is more secure. Uh, however, I have to say from my own personal experience, the idea of my desktop OS having a billion different warnings and things is not for me. It makes me, it makes it feel like I don't even own the thing. It makes constantly reminding me, hey, are you sure you want to do that? I hate it on Windows. I hate it on Mac. So um, I prefer to compute at my own risk in most cases mm. as far as installing things, but that's me. Uh, Telegram founder says iPhone users are digital slaves. How about that for a bit of a, that's uh, a fiery headline right there. Uh, Telegram founder says developing software for Apple feels like working in the Middle Ages and calls anyone using an iPhone a digital slave amid Chinese surveillance accusations. Wow. Pavel Durov, Telegram's founder, who's still working on the app for Apple uh, platforms, shared these comments recently in a New York Times investigation into Apple's relationship with China. So here's, here's a quote. Apple is very efficient at pursuing their business model, which is based on selling overpriced obsolete hardware to customers locked in their ecosystem. Every time I have to use an iPhone to test our iOS app, I feel like I'm thrown back into the Middle Ages. The iPhone 60 hertz displays can't compete with the 120 hertz displays of modern Android phones that support much smoother animations. Well, uh, this is a bit of a sidetrack for him. Just uh, the refresh rate of the display doesn't have much to do with their relationship in China specifically or whatever concessions are made. But it's just another point. I guess he's taken multiple shots here. Uh, you're, you are only allowed to use apps that Apple lets you install via their app store, and you can only use Apple's iCloud to natively back up your data. It's no wonder that Apple's totalitarian approach is so appreciated by the Communist Party of China, which, thanks to Apple, now has complete control over the apps and data of all its citizens who rely on iPhones. <laughs> this guy, 
taking shots, pulling no punches, whatever you want to say. He's got all the keywords in there to create some some heat, well, some steam. You use an iPhone. Do you agree with him? I'm getting spied on over here. <laughs> uh I, I don't know. I don't I mean an iPhone, to be fair, an iPhone in China is not the same thing as an iPhone elsewhere because the app store is uh treated differently, right? Mm-hmm. And because the web is treated differently, right? If if I'm in if I'm in China without a VPN, I'm having a much different experience there. And it is worth noting that um, there aren't that many big tech American big tech companies doing doing business in China. We we talked about Google in the past. Facebook is not really there. There's many that just couldn't comply. Either their business model wouldn't allow for it or they chose not to for whatever reason. Apple is kind of an outlier in that sense. Tesla is also there and uh, trying to make a go of it. But uh, but for the record, Telegram has had its beefs with Apple in the past. It was removed temporarily. Uh, it's in direct competition with the likes of iMessage. So there's incentive here as well, hmm. which is an important piece to put in there. There's an incentive there to... Uh, to put these attacks out there, but I use Telegram a little bit. I, I mean, the messaging app thing is just, it's, there's a lot of, uh, many, many options out there now. Signal is out there, which is also aims to be incredibly secure. And obviously WhatsApp, huge player from Facebook. And, but anyway, Apple has definitely been under the spotlight for its compliance with Chinese laws and, it's beginning, I guess, to take some degree of scrutiny here by this individual, but also, I suppose, by the New York Times doing this investigation. Investigation into Apple's relationship over there. Vin, you're going to like this one. It's a local story. Uh, you got Justin Trudeau here. You never expect to see our prime minister on this show. He got roasted for using a fake MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of confused looks going on around these two uh, in this particular show right here. If you scroll down, you can show the, show the photo there, Will. So, whoa, oh, oh, oh. is that logo <laughs> a little bigger than normal? Absolutely. That's an, <laughs> that's an HP laptop right there. So it's kind of, it's definitely not a good look. Uh, people were calling him out, roasting him because they see the power cable there. And it's obviously. Oh, yeah. There's this. Stickers, the Intel stickers. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious, and it's boosted up there on some books. It's a pretty, uh, okay, I mean, it's a rugged setup. I mean, it's certainly not very sophisticated there. But, uh, so anyway, people are calling him out saying that he's a Fugazi. Mm. What? You know what that is, Well, um, I've heard it, but <sighs> I don't know what it means. It's a fake diamond. And people, uh, people use it to, to call somebody a fake just in general. Mm. Um, I hate to break it to you, though. As much fun as people are having, because people, I mean, politics love moments like this. It's, re, it's actually not his fault. It, but here's, anyway, here, I'll get to why it's not his fault in a moment. But here's some of, uh, here's some of the criticism, I guess, or roasting launched his way. Why is Canada's prime minister pretending his boring old HP laptop is a trendy MacBook? This comes from Toronto Sun journalist Brian Pacifium. 
Why the deception? Tweeted another conservative. Is everything fake? Mm. <laughs> Is this photoshopped or did they use a sticker? Here's another one. I'll get to that, Will. Here's another one. Nothing is real about this girly boy. That's what somebody else said. Uh, others called him a con artist for this. Anyway, apparently, according to a Liberal Party spokesperson, this laptop belonged to a volunteer, and he was just hopping on it for a, a, a short moment to talk to everybody in whatever that video conference happens to be over there. Mm. So it's not his, and it's not his fault. But I got—I'm wondering about this uh, volunteer. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing with the Apple logo over the HP logo? I mean, that's not unless maybe it's just a joke. You're having fun with it, but also the laptop looks so much like a MacBook. It's hard to think. Like, is it a joke or? Well, you can still—you can see the HP clearly through yeah. the. Yeah. yeah. And he, it doesn't even cover the full. It looks like yeah. The, you can. I don't know what to tell you. It's a it's a weird look. I don't know why anyone wants to do it. I hope it's just a joke. I don't. It's a weird, it's a weird concept. And they blame Trudeau. Well, yeah, because that's uh, that's obviously the fun thing to do. Yeah. Right. And so, Microsoft is going to finally kill off Internet Explorer June twenty twenty two. I mean, I don't know. Does anybody have fond memories of Internet Explorer? I was never a big Internet Explorer guy myself, but. There would always be some weird circumstance where some website would require Internet Explorer. Do you remember these days? It would be like only works on Internet Explorer and you would have to, I don't know what I'm remembering, like applying for a driver's license update or some old government thing or something. It'd be like it works on Internet Explorer 9 or something. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember anything like that, but uh, I think it was... Uh Put in the choice of Netscape or Internet Explorer. Well, you also had the the, the Firefox years, Firefox crossover, where a lot of people transitioned to Firefox yes. before Chrome became such a big thing. Yeah, that that wasn't uh, available at school, so it was just Internet Explorer or Netscape at school. Oh, you're going back, which further. was a travesty. You're going back further. Yeah. Well, anyway, the fact that they still support it now is kind of. A surprise because obviously they put out the edge browser now like a while ago but there are apparently many of these institutions and i guess large companies i doubt that they would still be on there but that have software that's built to work in that browser and so they've been supporting for this long but they're just saying um we're out we're done with that move on already people internet explorer is going away edge has been out since 2015 figure it out 2022 RIP Internet Explorer. Hmm. This one is a little bit weird. And you guys may, I don't know if you are going to recall having been close to here during our trip to Shenzhen, whenever that was, the fifth tallest skyscraper in the electronics district in, in uh, Huashang Bay. You remember, we were there. Yeah. So right, right in the thick of it. We were right there for a while, hanging out that part of the city. Anyway, this this big skyscraper just started shaking, and they didn't know why. It wasn't like all the buildings were shaking; just this one building started shaking. It go, you can you can go play the video. There's a video clip. It was trending on uh, Weibo. It just starts like 
wobbling back and forth and everybody scrambles out of the building. It's not a small building. This thing here, it has 70 stories. I got to tell you, how are you going to react to something like that? Well, now the electronics mall is right on the bottom there. So we were there. Huh. Yeah, that's terrifying. Now, they came afterwards, by the way, and they checked it out. They said, there's no cracks, nothing. Come back to work. Mm-hmm. You going back or what? No, no. <laughs> I... Is it possible? I that... like the guy. Hold on, Will. Get ready to pause. Oh. <laughs> Orange shirt? No, the guy running with the cigarette in oh, the there. Oh, he liked that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's a, what do you... Yeah, the cigarette's it, not going to help the cardio while you're running. No. No. Yeah, so this went viral. Uh, the mysterious shaking of the 20-year-old building, more than 70 stories, mostly staff and small companies that rent the office space in the tower fleeing through the streets around lunchtime. I mean, a 70-story building, if it were to fall, you've got to be pretty far away to not be affected. Uh-huh. So you got to be running to get, you know, but that we were, we were underneath that thing in the mall portion. The, anyway, p- people were wondering, okay, what do you do? How do you follow up on something like that in order to determine when you reopen it and when the retailers and the businesses can come back in? Um, you spend a week, you do uh an engineering uh, investigation thing. Preliminary inspections by on-site experts found that there are no safety-related abnormalities in the building structure or surrounding environment. The government said in a statement, there are no cracks found in the ground nearby. The interior steel structure was normal and curtain wall panels and other decorative surfaces did not fall off or sustain damage. So you're just going back to work the next day? Not the next day, no. How long do you need? I need a week. But what's going to happen in a week? Oh, they can tell me. So if it stands for another week after that, then you're back to the 70th floor. Very uh, unusual look. I mean, maybe it's possible. I hope some engineer or architect or something can tell us why one single building would just wobble for a while and still be okay. Well, you mentioned it's the tallest, right? Maybe it's just No, it's the fifth tallest. Oh, well, maybe it's just high winds in that specific area. No other... Uh, but there's way taller buildings over there. Yeah. The Tencent building or whatever it was. I don't know. Anyway, it, yeah, there's some reason here. Obviously, the video clip is out there. It looks like a real thing that happened. We need the engineers to weigh in on this. Mm. All right, this is that other crypto store I was telling you about. Apparently, the... Uh, Ethereum 2.0 transition is going to dramatically cut the energy use on Ethereum. Apparently, it will use 99.95% less energy than current proof-of-work Ethereum because energy efficiency has become this hot topic of conversation around crypto. And, and uh, well, Elon started it. I mean, it was happening before that, but he amplified it, certainly. And so there was a short period of time where people were rapidly trying to move their crypto into coins that were perceived as, or not even perceived, but actually were more energy efficient on a per transaction basis. Well, Ethereum has had this 2.0 plan for a long time. This is the transition from proof of work to proof of stake, proof of work being um, more like Bitcoin. 
how Bitcoin operates. And now you have some figures indicating that it's actually quite a bit less energy consumption than the current setup, 99% less. Um, by, by conservative calculations, by the way, mm. taking the total number of validators, unique addresses, and the average energy consumed by hardware into account, the resulting figure was significantly lower than Ethereum's current energy demands using proof of work. There's actually a nice little comparison in here, which might be easier to uh, visualize. Proof of stake Ethereum consumes something on the order of 2.62 megawatts. Rather than being on a scale of countries or provinces for energy consumption or even cities, it would be the equivalent to a small town or around 2,100 American homes. Currently, in the proof-of-work consensus mechanism, the same thing Bitcoin is using, uh, a single Ethereum transaction, this actually kind of blew me away, a single Ethereum transaction uses the same amount of electricity as a house would use being powered for 2.8 days. Wow. One transaction. But that's nothing compared to Bitcoin. Again, according to Decrypt here, Bit a single Bitcoin transfer consumes 38 days worth of household electricity. Hmm. A single transaction. This is pretty wild. When you move to proof of stake, which is Ethereum 2.0, and this essentially means that transactions are validated based on coin that is staked held as opposed to a bunch of mining rigs uh then the electricity used for a single transaction is more like 20 minutes of tv watching hmm. for, okay so that's not too bad per transaction so sure give you an idea of the difference in these uh this uh transition so anyway you know this news is obviously a thing that is kind of timely as the market just jumps off a cliff you come out there and say hey hey 2.0 solves all your problems don't go looking for some other uh crypto stick with us mm -hmm. we got all sorted out anyway i don't know whatever i'm in it whatever do you know about this you know anything oh i moved the i moved things around go to yeah do you know about this hot uh -oh. hot tub streaming thing mm -hmm. going on I read about it, but... So, yeah, nothing. same, same. I read about it. Vin knows about it. This is... You're on Twitch, and and uh, the streamer is sitting in a hot tub while they're streaming. Yeah. No, well, they're... Is it a hot tub or just any tub? Uh, what What is the it's hot? It's one of the... Maybe a blow-up tub? Yeah, but but so then if it's a blow up tub, then the water is kind of actually not that it's not hot, is it? You can't keep that really very hot. No. You could pour in hot water, but then it's gonna be weird and lukewarm. Oh man, why do I have to be thinking about all the details here? I can't help it. I'm like too many logistics. I'm like, I think to myself, oh, that's pretty nasty, because you get this lukewarm water. And all of a sudden my whole I can't I have to focus I get the zero in and I'm like, she's sitting in this lukewarm water right now. And then it it gets cold eventually because you're sitting there for like five hours streaming. Yeah, it ain't no hot tub anymore. What? I'm just thinking about this headline right now. I'm like, if you had an actual hot tub and you were hot tub streaming, I think you could make the argument that it's like, that's a comfy place to stream from. I think maybe it's just uh, like 
the phrase, like hot tub. It sounds hot. Sure, yeah. Maybe. Vin wants to say something <laughs> right now. Like a hot tub. Well, something's going on here. No? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're trying to send a signal that like a hot tub. I'm in a hot tub. I'm kind of hot in a hot tub. Sure, yeah. It's well, the word could, hot, but... I, I'd like uh, horseback riding, streaming. <laughs> You're joking like as if it doesn't exist. It, it probably work. It probably exists. Oh, well, it does just be on a horse in the in the room streaming. Oh, I bet you it exists, man. It's a lot of weird <laughs> no. stuff out there. I'm telling you, I bet you it's been done in the history of streaming. Horse riding. Ben. <laughs> he keeps looking at you, Will. He wants approval. Well, he wants no. you to agree with him. Will's on funny. the cutting edge of uh, streaming. Well, not well. He didn't even know about this. No, I, I read know. about it. Anyway, listen. Okay, swimwear apparently on Twitch is allowed, but this particular individual uh, by the name of Amaranth, um, her thing, I guess, was the hot tub streaming for a while. At least, probably does other things as well. Uh, and Twitch recently disabled monetization that basically adds showing up, making it not a very uh, profitable endeavor to get back into the hot tub. And there's a split, uh, a kind of a split on whether or not that should happen or, and of course, there's so, like everything else, it's, it's a very complex matter because even if, let's say Twitch stood up for it and they're like, yeah, keep doing the bikini hot tub streaming. Some point down the line, it can affect their business model, right? So they could say, yeah, bikinis are allowed or hot tubs are allowed. It could be in the terms. People could go and do it, have the ads enabled. But there's always seems to be this disconnect between the advertiser and the content creator. Well, obviously, created by the in-between, the broker, essentially, which is the platform. In this case, Twitch. In our case here, YouTube where uh, streamers and fans of streamers seem to talk about the things independently. Like, as if Twitch itself is the advertiser. Like, hey, Twitch, why'd you turn my thing off? Mm -hmm. Well, it's like, no, it's not that direct. Twitch gets a phone call from an advertiser. And then I remember the argument around Adpocalypse on YouTube. People were like, people were saying, well, where else are those advertisers going to go? Uh, YouTube should cross their arms and say, these are our creators. You will advertise on them. No, they can go somewhere else. They'll find some yeah. other some other spot, some other place, whatever fits their criteria. That's Willie Do's take on it. But there are there is the potential for impact. Like let's say the big numbers start going to the hot tub streamers, and then advertisers hop onto the page because. The board of directors is like, how much did we spend on Twitch? And they're like, oh, that let's, was. Let's all go check at the board. We room. spent we spent twenty million. They're like, we better check in on that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the homepage is just fifteen hot tub streamers. And they're like, we did what? Yeah. And everyone's like, well, who cares? People watch everything. They'll buy your goods. But then there's this weird, and they do all kinds of testing and market analysis type stuff to figure out. Okay, what about sentiment? What about when our brand is attached to this? What sure, about yeah. when our brand is attached to that? What is the sentiment? What is the user behavior? How? What about uh, brand value and the way people perceive the brand and so on and so forth? And that's why they got so many 
rules and bids around this stuff. It's incredibly complex, so there's more to it. In fact, this streamer herself, Amaranth, at one point said during a stream, uh, I got to find the exact quote here. She said, I will agree. Long term, it is probably damaging for Twitch's ad revenue. However, if they allow it, they allow it. You know, it's their choice. It is what it is. In re in this is direct indirect relationship to the uh, hot tub streaming. So, look, when it comes to this type of thing, Twitch has other means to generate revenue, right? Uh, donations and things like this. And it appears to me that for this type of thing, that path is a little bit more robust. People, people, if people really want to see something bad enough, they, uh, in a stream on Wednesday after the ban, Amaranth told her viewers that ad revenue was making 30000 a month and was much higher than the amount she received from direct donations. So, like, they got to pick up the slack. Whoever really wants this thing to keep happening, they got to pick up the slack. You put your money where your mouth is. Mm. 30 Gs she was making off the ad revenue. So, 30000 you got to put up a, a buck or whatever it is. And you keep your hot tub stream. Bottom line. Mm. Figure out how much you actually like it. Yeah. Uh, you remember the show Friends? Yeah, I remember. You ever heard of that show? Mm. Friends, it was a big hit. Uh, I don't know, it was like back in the 60s. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't go that far. What was it, the 90s? It was the 90s, yeah. It was the 90s. It was early near... 90s. What, Seinfeld? It yeah. was after Seinfeld, yeah. right? Uh, back in the 90s. <laughs> so old. Well, I, I I was watching this clip and I was like, oh man, they're so old, so I'm so old, so yep. life is over. Okay, cool. Mm. Anyway, they're doing a reunion, I guess. And they're doing a reunion, like a show. But they did this pre-interview and people are worried about Matthew Perry. Uh-oh. Because they say he had the thousand-yard stare. In, <laughs> and, oh, no. and he was slurring <laughs> his speech as well. So he's 51. Oh, really? Oh, no. So he's 51, and he has struggled in the past with uh, addiction. Yeah. I didn't know that. Apparently really bad during uh, Friends, like one of the seasons. He was struggling with the addiction, and so they made him, they rolled him out for this. They all got together. There's a clip at the bottom. I don't know. You can play some of it. I'm sure you can play some of it. But... Uh, <laughs> I mean, none of them, it's it's age, it's time. You know, it's a rough one, ain't it? The thing, It'll get you, won't it? it it's a weird one. Time and age and, I don't know, maybe you, you got to kind of scroll through, but you, there's a moment, scroll a little bit more. He also makes kind of a weird joke at one point. They ask... It's... I, go, I go some, he's looking down a lot. do this. You can do it. And he makes a weird joke at the end. They're like, they're like, what do you, what would you say your relationship is like, you guys? And the other two guys say, you know what? It's kind of like siblings or something like that. And then he goes, except sexual. Oh. And they they laugh, but it's almost in a kind of nervous way. Like, wait a minute, what? And so anyway, I don't know. Well, you can watch the clip and let me know. But time, it'll get you. The, uh, eh, eh, eh. Yeah. 
These, uh, I mean, some of them would want to do it. Others would have had to have been pressured. It's, it's. There's money. a money component. Yeah. It's well. all, it's all money. There's a money um, component in there. Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, this is us at some point. We're doing a reunion of this show right here, and we're 800 years old. And, uh-huh. and then other people who are also 800 years old want to watch it. So what's the difference? I guess it doesn't even matter. But I hope he's all right. I don't know. Uh, I think just act act the way you are. Then at that point, the, the 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 difficult thing is then you're pressured to kind of recreate that character from decades ago, and it yeah, sometimes it, it doesn't read well. No, in today's climate, <laughs> well, and it's difficult. Yeah. You you it's just the lost years. You can't. Mm-hmm. It's also weird that we we kind of in a way want things to stay the same like we want to relive and 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 have it uh and force other people to do so to do the same and it's it's playing the hits you go see the band that was your favorite you play the thing from 30 years ago because you because it's really a reflection on you and the fact that you don't want to move on Mm. that's a rough one yeah but uh I don't, don't, do. don't want to be doing any reunions, man. Well, don't you dare come to me when I'm 87 years old. If we're going to do it, we're going to have to do something uh, new. We're not going to rehash the thing. Okay. We'll do something new. We'll, we'll, we'll play chess or something. I don't know. Yeah. Chat a little bit. Yeah. When we're that age. We'll have like a nice espresso or something. And uh, we can reminisce. But we don't have to put the outfits back on. You don't have to put that exact outfit back on. No. No, you don't. Okay. No, you don't. Yeah. You I'll, could, be, I'll be glad not switching the keys. You could be something completely different. Whatever you want to be, man. Okay. 20, 30 years from now. Mm. You could just be wearing a Metallica shirt. You could have piercings or you don't have to do that either. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You know, uh, you know. I think I'll uh, I'll play chess with you though. Sounds like a good. It sounds like a good plan. We don't even. No one has to watch any of it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what you could do though is get yourself an extra thumb. That might. Oh. Extend your. Effectiveness, maybe I don't know. So they gave this thumb, robotic thumb, to a bunch of testers, and they were like, "What would?" You know, they're getting pretty smart about prosthetics and robotics and controlling things with the tiny little muscles. Uh, Google was showing off at I.O., that cool implementation with the drummer. But what if you took a person, what about when you start to think about extras? Like, okay, you got five fingers. What if you had two thumbs? What else could you do? And so they let people experiment with this. Now, that thumb is actually controlled by your uh, foot. Oh. So you got two little triggers and you can control the action of the secondary thumb with your foot. Hmm. And so people found themselves actually multitasking with a single hand. They'd be holding a cup with the one thumb and then like stirring it with the remainder of the hand, stirring the what's inside the cup. I was like, whoa, man, people got good with it pretty fast. In fact, so much so, they, some people didn't want to give it up after the trial was over. <laughs> like, no, give me it. 
They got the extra thumb here. Just run away with it. That's cool. It's, I guess it looks 3D printed. It does actually, this unit that you're looking at right here. There's I mean, some uh, rubber grip things on the thumb. Sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's a lot of what it is, picking things up. Somebody said that they were multitasking. They were, had their, they were scrolling their phone and collecting their keys out of their pocket at the same time with the, that extra thumb. There's a cool picture if you go down a little bit further. Uh, look at all, look how many, how much you can grip. You know what time you've, everyone had that experience when you're maxed out on the things you can carry with the grocery bags or whatever. Uh, stupid lemons. Yeah, man, max you out. You need, uh, you need some extra. They took a group of 36 healthy participants trained on a device, but, pro but professional musicians were excluded. No, no, no. You're not allowed. You can't be bringing these extra digits to the piano over that's here. That's hacking. Yeah, that's it. That's too much. Mozart didn't have that. Look at this. Stirring the coffee with the same hand that's holding it. Cool. That's wild. A person supporting a coffee cup with a third thumb while stirring a spoon with their natural fingers. Incredible. So no one thinks about this. What about a whole other arm? What about an extra arm? Mm-hmm. A whole other extra arm and hand. Like Goro? So the, uh, uh, four. Four. No, I just, no, just four. Two left, two right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not bad. Seems cool. It's pretty good. Seems fun. I don't yeah. know. All right. Here's the last one. This is a deep find. It's a deep, it's a deep dive. This is me uh, clicking on a YouTube recommendation and oh this just popped up and normally very low expectation I, I don't know what you're showing me here but this is a uh, one of those moments where you click on you like how does this content how is this content even here right now here we have a clip from 1981 i don't know if this individual was thunder bay mayor at the time but anyway the title is thunder bay mayor walter Asif, 1981 and it's a super old video videotape recording that somebody had in their inventory and they uploaded to YouTube. Hmm. And it made its way into the suggestion algorithm. It has accumulated 100,000 views, 339 subscribers on the thing. This video is from the Thunder Bay Times News Archive and it's pure gold, according to uh, that individual. I thought we could watch it together. Go ahead, Will. Give us a little volume. That right here with the press here. I don't know what you're reaching for. I don't know what you want. Waddington maintained his position in questioning why the openings hadn't been advertised. <laughs> Mr. Pitcherak, as long as I'm mayor here, I'm going to intercede in the hirings of people here. I was the one elected to run a cigar? with this council. And <laughs> I will not take dictation from you or anybody else in here. I want you to know that. Mr. Mayor, it's not dictation. We proceed according to Feisty. the bylaws established by the corporation. We'll change the bylaws, too. I'll show you that. There's enough of this stuff been going on here now. There are people been hired here and relatives hired here without the say of counsel at all. And you know who I mean. Cut it out. Go and sit in your seat again. I don't need you even in that seat. All right. You were I'm going to call you for Mr. Mayor. I don't think we should do this. Now listen. I, no, no. I, I, no, we don't. I, 
Alderman Vandewees, I'm going to call for hands on this resolution right now. We've discussed it sufficiently tonight, and we can discuss it further later. This is a serious resolution. Mr. Mayor. Mr. Mayor. And I'm going, I'm, I'm going to vote. Well, you can call a vote all you want, Mr. Mayor, but I was on the speaker's list, if you recall, and all I right. was interrupted. I'm sorry, you, you only spoke once. Go ahead now, what do you want to say? I forget. No. Oh. <laughs> In other words, <laughs> What? Hey, Will, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What do you want to do? Carry on, carry on. I want to hear your guff. Go ahead. Go ahead, well, carry well, on. Well, Mr. Mayor, I think you know, these are the kinds of things that are being asked for in a report, and I think that's where, they're, well, that's where they'll appear. You know, Mr. Rapino, I'd like to know what you've been doing in, been doing in the last <laughs> while here. You're never what? here, hardly. What the heck happened? You're back and forth. You're Are you wearing shades? <laughs> this is a different you're in hearing. You're Toronto all the time, trying to correct the mistakes you made in Victoriaville. And the, this is going to come out in the next two weeks. And you'll have egg all over your face. And, and uh, the aldermen are going to get a new look onto what has transpired. You've made a failure of Victoriaville. And we've had to have a bunch of businessmen to come in here. And you're even trying are going to get a new look onto what has transpired. You've made a failure of Victoriaville, and we've had to have a bunch of businessmen to come in here, and you're even trying to retard them from doing their duty that they're not asking a nickel for. That's all I've got to say, and I, I can tell you, the last two years, what has Rapino been doing but working for others and getting his money from the lowly taxpayer here? So we won't miss him at all. We won't miss anybody. And if you were to re if you were to resign, I'd say thank God. And we'd get along here. I'll tell you. I'd go back to the committee system. And if I had to work out of money without guys like you around here interfering and doing nothing, you know, you never made a decision on your own since you've been here. And I'm telling you straight to your face tonight that's, that's that you're acting. Where's your gun? Quiet. You be quiet. The whole lot of you. You be quiet. Well, I'll tell you. I, I, listen. I've listened to you all night. I'm going to have my say now. But I'm finished. I've said what I want to say. You're and I meant now. every word of it. <laughs> <laughs> can I say something now? You bet you can. Well, I think uh, if you make accusations like that, certainly you can make accusations, but it should be done in camera. I don't think you should take any administrative officer in, in place. He, has, he can defend himself here. I can defend myself because I'm an elected person, but I don't think it's fair to to, uh, to 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 accuse a person like that. You you might be on the person. I don't care what you think, Joe. No, well I'm just telling I'm you. I'm saying what I say. I know you listen, said it. Don't you cross me again, Joe? I'm not crossing. Don't you. cross me. I don't. I'll cross tell you. you one, one of these days, yes. I'll whip you bad. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna tell you. Well, you can do that. <laughs> I will. You I damn you right would. I will. I wish you would. All right, you damn right I will. Yeah. I'll show you what I'll do with you. Oh. Your worship, you worship. You're saying I spoke ten times. I didn't speak once. I'm saying you did, and, and you're never off the floor. That's enough now. Your Worship, I, I That's have a enough. right to speak. I'm sorry. That's enough. That may be your opinion. That the innuendo doesn't belong in you council. You hear me? That's, listen. Any personnel problems Pakoda. should be discussed in <laughs> Are you gonna cut oh it my. employee <laughs> relations committee, Orlums.
Pakoda. Should be discussed in. Listen, are you going to cut it out? Do you want me to cut Employee it out? relations committee or in corporate cut administration meeting Mr. in Kirk, camera. Would you would you I have the chair said, challenged? I've just said it. What I intended to say, and I'm not taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take the thing back because you don't know what you're talking about anyway. Just shut up. All right, go ahead, Mr. Mr. Chairman, members of, of council to intercede when the chairman of that particular council himself ignores the rules and, uh, oh, of council, yeah. and even I would say the rules of decency. I'm not ignoring so, uh, any rules. I'm using the I'm only uh, means that I see at our, uh, our behalf to, uh, to try to take a position to, to point out that I, at least as one member of this council, and would like to go on record as disproving of you it. You can go on, the press are here listening to you. Right. You're no damn good anyway, and everybody knows it. Well, <coughs> all right. You're nothing but a tramp. <coughs> not a man like I am. Mr. Chairman, I, I'm an elected official. Yes, you sure and are. when I put my hat in the votes. ring, when I put my hat in the ring, I, I, I expect to take that kind of thing. That's all right. You know, and I can stand up to it. But I really feel that when you do the same sort of thing to city employees who can't fight back, that that's the act of a bully and a coward. Here, here. Could we have a recorded vote so we're really on record? Wow. Yeah. 1981. Any one of you want a table at table? Table. Your Worship, table may, I, table. may I speak? Walter Asset. This, uh, Pardon? released all of it. Meeting. I'd watch it all. This is I a real thing. Uh, that for some reason you can you can pause it. Times, but it's a it's I a it's a real thing that happened okay, just, just let me carry on. in 1981. You got the cameras in there. Tremendous entertainment value. Like I'm 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 glued to. I'm like who did what to who? Uh, the guy, the mayor, doing most of the talking there is in shades half the time, indoors wearing sunglasses. Feels like uh, Godfather Two when they're trying to uh, in uh, um, in the court scenes. Man, he's just talking so direct and unfiltered, putting it all on the line in there. Holy cow! It all looks really good. The uh, I don't know, man, it just struck me. Maybe it's the fact that everything is, mo a lot, so much exposure you have to content is very produced and polished and proper. And, and then you get this throwback from 81 in like an official setting. This guy's a mayor of a fairly substantial town. Was this uh, pre-Trump? Oh, God, yeah. Well, actually, I mean, he Trump existed, but he was a different individual at the time it should have more views well we it's gonna i mean i'm sure some people will go appreciate it now but there is something very compelling somehow about the about this clip that uh, just you don't bump into it's hard to put your finger on it but you just don't i had a smile on my face i'm just like whoa here we go yeah I don't know how much appeal it will have to the general public, but uh, I felt the need to share. I felt the need to enter the weird zone together. And I at least have been willing to sign up.
1981.